Welcome to episode 25 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Let's go. Hi, guys. And who want to start today? Hello, hello. Um, I can start. Let's go. Okay, so um, a few weeks back, we talked about uh, prototypes from Meta that will be showcased at SIGGRAPH. Uh, so last week was SIGGRAPH, uh, so a few uh, users were able to test this prototype and um, uh, what I'm sharing right now is a report of a user testing the, uh, the prototype called uh, Butterscotch, which features three uh, really new um, innovations for headsets that improve a lot the quality. Uh, at least this is what uh, he says in the article. Uh, so the three innovations are the one that you are currently looking at, which is, uh, so in headsets, you have a lens. And so the lens distorts the image that uh, is on the screen. So in the, in the software, the, um, the image is undistorted, so you can uh, see a, a flat image. Uh, but the distortion is computed from the center of the lens. And usually uh, the eyes are not exactly at the center of the lens. Uh, so there are like distortions that happen because of that. Uh, so the, the first prototype is, uh, the, sorry, the first feature is actually like a, a variable uh, undistortion that happens uh, depending on where your eyes are uh, relative to the center of the, the lens. So you can see uh, how it works here on the video. Um, the second one is, uh, so we talked about that uh, a few weeks back, is the very focal. So currently all the headsets that are on the market, they have a fixed focal distance. So this is why uh, a lot of, uh, if the object is close to you and you look, look at close, uh, object that is close to you, um, it looks really uh, like your eyes cannot focus on it because the, the focus length is fixed. And here the, 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 the focal actually moves the screen depending on which object your uh, eyes are looking at. Um, so he mentioned uh, a little bit of delay. Uh, so I think yeah, the, the time that it takes for the headset to react and to move uh, the, uh, the lens is actually a bit uh, visible. Um, but he said that it's, uh, it's really uh, an impressive uh, feature. Um, and the latest one is uh, what you can see here as a comparison, what they call it a near retina uh, resolution. So they, they achieve, um, they achieve uh, 56 pixel per degree of, uh, of vision, which is very close to uh, the 60 pixels that uh, we have in the eyes. Um, and on this one, I'm not sure how they achieve it. Maybe it's, uh, it's a different lens, like a much bigger lens, 
Um, it's not really detailed how they achieve that. Um, so with these three features, uh, the, um, the the tester here he he was really really impressed. Like he says, the the object uh, feel almost real uh, when looking through the, that headset. Um, I forgot what he says, but uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I can find the quote in the article, but he was really really impressed. Um, Okay, yeah, it's here. Uh, some of the demo objects were so detailed, I'd go as far as to say they felt real. Um, so that's that's great, uh, I think, for what's to come in the uh, in the future. Um, it's 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 not for tomorrow. Uh, the the article mentioned the the end of the decade, so twenty twenty six to. 2029 and uh, something that is really uh, that can be produced at large scale um, so yeah that's it um, some uh, pretty um, user seems to be pretty impressed uh, of that demo so I'm really curious to know um, what you think um, we start with you uh, Seb and if you have more info on how they can, they achieved the near uh, retina resolution. I'm very curious to know about that as well. Um, thanks. Uh, I did not uh, check out how it was done. Uh, actually, I am discovering the news as you talk about it now. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's it's great that uh, in VR they achieved to have a, a better resolution like that and making everything more real. Um, that uh, can make things more realistic, definitely. But then um, we are still missing that for mixed reality. I think on top of that, if you want a, a good uh, and more immersive. Uh, mixed reality experience we need i guess to have the same kind of technology also developed for the cameras so they can also focus on where you are looking at which seems the next step which, uh, even more complex to develop but yeah it's nice to see progress it's tough to see it it takes that long to implement it and will take even more to get an headset with that kind of technology and in a kind of price where we can afford it uh, and they are able also to produce it as you said so but yeah i will be very keen to to look at it and see through it uh, to to check out how it feels what about you Guillaume? Yeah, um, I was doing some quick researches to know to answer <laughs> Fabian Fabian uh, question, uh, but I couldn't find an, anything about this uh, specifically, uh, despite the fact that it's near the Vario uh, Vario uh, headset as well. So um, the, the the question here is about the price because if Sega can do nearly as good as the Vario 
uh, as they are doing right now. Uh, the only way of them making it more available is uh, about the price, because as a reminder, the value one is about six thousand mm. dollars right now. Mm. Uh, so they should do something cheaper for for them to be competitive. Uh, one, oh. one thing that is quite interesting about the picture we are seeing right now is that they are comparing their new headsets to the much older generations. Uh, why didn't they showcase the what the Quest Three is doing, for example? Because the Quest Three is supposed to be released. By the end of their year, uh, it should be interesting to see, to know finally what they are doing with this. And um, I'm quite surprised that they are showcasing uh, early stages prototypes uh, like uh, the Barifocal or the other one we saw a few a few episodes back. I think it was last week, maybe. And uh, they are not saying much about Quest Three, so uh, it's very very surprising uh to see that i don't know if you you have more intel for why 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 don't we have more information about quest 3 um maybe they are ashamed of it i don't know but well it's it's very very surprising um i think i didn't look at it but i saw in the news an article today actually uh about the quest 3 with like uh, expected release date and things like that so Maybe, maybe it's a topic for, for next week. Um, I'm sure that uh, Mela is really um, betting on the Quest 3. Oh, yeah, you see, you think it is a, a lose or fail uh, kind of bet? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, concerning the Vario, um competition with this kind of uh, headset. I think they could sell it at that price, but it's not ready yet or not even uh, close to the 6,000 uh, price of, uh, of the Vario. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, but, yeah, yeah and, and also they, they had a lot of uh, fail with the Quest Pro trying to sell it to professional or businesses, so yeah. I think they are taking their time to go back to this uh, area, I guess. Yeah, my, my my question underneath that is that what the point of making like a 10, 10K headset with the very focal uh, technology if the value one is already near that at half the price? Uh, mm. They should, if they want it to be something that is uh, recognized on the market for, for its technology should be not quite the same uh, resolution as the value. It should be the high resolution <laughs> exactly. Uh, that would be impressive. And as they are many showcasing right now, they are not there yet. So maybe it's for them to show their uh, advancement on where they are and that they are close to it but uh, once again i guess it's it's uh, some kind of a fail uh, presentation because uh, they are just showcasing something that should be released in like six to eight years and mm. uh, this is basically the same technology as we have we have today with the value 
mm. quite and less complicated and uh yeah it's a great technology but once again how can it be used as a large scale i don't think so the the vario has the very focal no they're using another uh type of uh representations they have the eye tracking and then this is a dynamic uh that adaptation of the resolution they are I, I don't really know how it works uh so i don't want to say any stupid things but um they can focus the resolution or whatever at some point and making it making it near the uh, eye resolution uh, it's not um a mechanic it's software plus um optic okay yeah and uh so also when you see this so of course it's a prototype but uh, when you see the size on the headset um uh, it's it's uh, i mean uh, it shows that it's not uh, ready for uh, mass production um but maybe maybe they will all of on the three innovations that they are showcasing into that headset maybe they will pick one that can be ready in a few years and another one after that um, depending on what their priorities are um but to my knowledge and maybe you have other info um uh, these are when we look at the uh, possibilities of innovation in the vr headsets uh this is the most uh, up-to-date or most innovative um you know uh, features that i've seen um maybe there is something else about i don't know resolution size form factor that could uh, lead to uh, innovations in that field yeah we we can't uh, take that away from them that uh, they are doing some innovation which is pretty rare in our field in vr uh, in the vr one uh, meta slash oculus and their teams are still trying to improve the the, the concept uh, that part is very interesting yeah it's the execution that is a bit difficult. communication execution <laughs> uh, it's yeah uh questionable <laughs> it okay. seems like the lab is working on their own and have their own marketing team uh, independent to whatever do meta from the business side I would really like to see how far they are on the force feedback, like gloves or stuff like that. And that's still missing for me in the experiment. That would be the things that needs to move uh, forward. And I think it can move forward quicker. And that could really improve, um, make the experience more immersive. Because right mm -hmm. now, the resolution, you can, I, I feel like you can adapt to it, uh, even if it's not high res. Uh, I was okay with the Quest 1, the Quest 2 added uh, a bit more uh, quality. The Quest Pro is even better, but in terms of experience, that's really the experience that makes me want to go back and pl uh, play it or do, do, do it again. So more in terms of content and what is missing right now is to have some, yeah, some force feedback uh, 
on, on some of them to make them really impressive and to make me want to go back and do it again or really use it uh, professionally. Well, I get they are not even thinking about this right now as they are completely blocked on the idea that they are focused on the idea that um, if they don't have that many users, it's because of the headset. Mm. Uh, so they are until until they are changing this way of seeing the market or seeing their technology, uh, I guess they won't be doing much about the haptics or whatever because mm. Usually, it's the other steps that are coming afterwards. Um, so they they really need to understand what is wrong with the fact that they are not growing such a big community as they they, uh, they thought uh, in the first place. And we all know that it's about content. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it would be interesting what Roblox brings to the table um, and uh, these new um, game studio that they have in the house and really are looking forward to see some metrics and uh, if the game is uh, getting traction well i don't know if you we mentioned this that we they had like five million users the first week uh, with roblox um, uh, it's very impressive but it's, but i don't know on the long term uh it's it's about the same it's uh, the, the novelty or uh what is going on and people are downloading downloading the app by curiosity and then they are just uh taking them off or not not using it anymore like the thread uh, uh what, what happened mm -hmm. with thread uh they had a, a lot of traction the first days and then uh, after users just uh deleted the the app uh, so we will have to see on the long term, long term, uh, what Warbrook is doing. Okay. So Seb, uh, do you want to, to talk about your subject? Sure. So mine was, uh, to continue the, the discussion, uh, on what I, I shown, uh, last week about the shadow projection experience where a kid were uh, going inside a, a room where there was projection and was able to interact with uh, with some shadow that was dynamically displayed. Um, here it's Moment Factory that did a couple of experience with body tracking and doing some projection and interaction with body tracking. So the first one is quite simple. They are just detecting the the user in front of uh, of uh, a screen and make him uh, able to, to move some particles. And it was shown at SIGGRAPH, but they did much more impressive experience with an audience where an, a complete audience can, can um, step underneath projector and uh, dance or interact together by being guided by what is projecting on the floor and how they, they move. So it makes really a body tracking of a lot of, uh, of user in the same space and, and projection on, on the walls and on the floor. 
And here, I think it's even LED, yeah, it's LED screen on, on the top. So I find, like I said last week, I found this experience really immersive and an audience can look at it and see what they are doing and understand it. Uh, so not, not like a VR experience where you are alone, only showing what the user is seeing inside a, 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 a screen. And here they even added uh, on a ping pong game. So the same concept where user can move left and right to control their, their pad and control a, a ping pong game. Uh, here, uh, another user can join and use augmented reality to select, to vote on what will be the next uh, power-up or, or uh, change the way the ball basically will, will react in, in the ping-pong game. So I, I find this way of uh, doing uh, at an event, uh, an experience is quite nice. Uh, it's follow, like I said, uh, audience to look at it and, and understand what is going on and vote and participate even with a mobile phone. So there's, there's a lot to be done. Uh, I wanted to do that uh, for a long time. So it's nice to see it uh, deployed uh, in a nice way like that. So I don't know what is your thought about that. Um. I f there are two things that uh, I find interesting there. The, the first one is on the first example that you shown the, that they showcased last week at SeaGraph, uh, the motion capture that they are using is uh, move.ai and um, they don't have any uh, depth sensor. Mm. It's, uh, I think they are using uh, uh, one phone or maybe two or three, I, I, I forgot how many, but they are just using uh, standard phones uh, pointed at the at the user, and they can in real time uh, uh, using AI uh, transpose that to a skeleton animation. Uh, so this is the move AI technology. It's really uh, really impressive. Um, they have been uh, out for a while, but it was only post processing until now. They, they released recently, I think uh, one month back, a uh, real-time solution. Um, so, so that is really uh, impressive to me and hopefully will reduce the friction to have uh, body tracking in interactive experiences because uh, just from one phone, uh, hopefully uh, we will be able to add this feature. Um, and the second one is, uh, yeah, what you've shown with the uh, other user using their smartphone. Um, I think we can expand that to many experiences, like even if in VR, if uh, uh, you are, let's say you are with friends and you have only one headset. Uh, so this is a very um, uh, personal experience, it's only one user, but if, um, the, your friends can join the game or the experience from their smartphone, then you have a really um, a collective experience. And uh, I think that on their latest uh, mixed reality demo, Meta has shown uh, this feature. Um, 
I saw that for days ago. Um, so yeah, being, being able to have a collective experience, even if there is only one headset, uh, that's, I think that's um, a key uh, feature for interactive experience. Um, so yeah, that was my fault. Uh, what about you, Guillaume? Um, hmm. uh, the thing is, uh, I, I don't really, well, the execution is great, uh, as part of the technology, yes, they are using move.ai, but, um, at some point is just the same use case that has been used for years now, uh, that we did with Kinect and projectors or LED panels, um, at some point. Um, so I don't really see, uh, despite the fact that you can use a AR uh, to, to be part of the experience, uh, pretty much all the use cases they've shown are not that innovative on my, to, 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 to my knowledge. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the thing is, it's, also, it's always very, very nice and uh, very well integrated. Uh, as what uh, Seb said about the fact that people around were about to to understand what they one what is do what what is uh, happening on the scene, I'm not that sure about this uh, because uh, we appreciate the experience because we have a high view of what is going on. But when you are on site, uh, if you are not that tall. <laughs> You can't see really what is going on uh, on the floor. Um, maybe they have a, a global return on some screens for for people to understand what is going on. But yeah, and not really that impressed about the, the the setup itself. It's well executed once again, but not yeah. It, it's it, it's been it has been done. Uh, for of course it's better now because we have uh, better technologies, but the 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 projected uh, interaction and uh, body tracking uh, features are uh, very common now. Uh, especially especially in uh, in some kid playgrounds right now, uh, we can see this kind mm -hmm. of uh, uh, stuff uh, like all around. I uh, saw so there are there is a, also a, a go kart uh, company. I guess it's in Europe as well, and you can have uh, some kind of uh, Mario Kart uh, experience with your kart tracked and you have some uh, inputs on your on your wheels, and um, you can uh, yeah throw uh, throw the, uh, the the bonuses and and so on and. Uh, and the fact is really interesting. This is a really, really interesting approach. Uh, they have just an empty space. And depending on what race track you want to project, uh, you can have different uh, patterns or uh, concept. And I found it very, very interesting. They are using uh, electro electrical carts, go-karts. So uh, it's completely uh, noise-free and uh, they can all enjoy uh, their experience. And this is uh, quite interesting because this kind of concept uh, we were approached back in the day in uh, 2015, something like that, to do this kind of concept. And it's very uh, interesting and funny to see that those concepts uh, 
imagine like way back are now uh, completely uh, um, uh, available for 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 the public try to find some uh, some picture of this uh, at some point <laughs> if you want I will uh, me, me. Yeah, in Belgium uh, yeah it's years, Belgium four mm. years ago uh, it's quite close to my place and yeah, it was nice to do a Mario Kart like, like this yeah to be able to grab some some features on the floor being a hit and you have your electrical car that uh, stop mm. yeah so linking that to the projection on the floor and having the even the the race uh, track being different between between the race was mm -hmm. yeah very nice so yeah i guess it's not uh that uh new but uh, it's nice the way they integrated it i, I think uh, still uh, and the ability it's like a first step and i think there is a lot of uh, id that could come by mixing augmented reality and this kind of uh, projection and interaction mm. uh, at an event and like you said, I think that's, that's true. Uh, if you want people to have a really good look, you may have to make them higher to the place you are projecting on the floor or make things displayed, uh, projected behind the user. So everyone can see what is going on, like a street fighter. Uh, and you see only the, the, the background and a bit of the floor, but not like this. Uh, where it's only projected on the floor, like the different games. But yeah, some some nice content can can come out of that. I, I really sure that that was more, more my point. Yeah, um, I I totally agree. It's 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 really nice to see, uh, like similar to what we discussed last week about the water slide, uh, that you can enjoy it by itself. Um, and you can also uh, add a layer, a digital layer on top of it. And uh, it's nice to see like, yeah, a digital layer on top of karting, a digital layer on top of ping pong. Um, it's, uh, it's really interesting to see these developments. Yeah, this is uh, some kind of, this is the one part of the approach of the metaverse, if you want to bring back the words. <laughs> And uh, yeah, of course, if you have these AR glasses on you every day, you can have the, imagine this kind of uh, interaction with a whole bunch of uh, everyday activities, like pools, yeah, ping pong or tennis or whatever. Mm. Okay, great. So I'll move up to my topic. Uh, and it is meta again. Uh, so there are two two different things I would like to discuss about Meta. First one is that they uh, published the best practice for mixed reality. Um, so basically it's uh, in prevision uh, of what uh, Quest 3 will be uh, capable of doing. They are uh, projecting what kind of interaction you you should do with the headset uh, especially uh, mixing the end tracking and the mixed reality slash uh, AR uh, features so some some catch and grab and uh, basic interaction and how to merge uh, the real virtual one 
So they already have some uh, uh, very interesting way of doing this. Uh, I don't know how in uh, technically it's doing what well they are showcasing some uh, some interesting um, uh, visual of what uh, they would like us to do with the Quest 3. So um, that said, uh, we could have imagined that the Quest 3 will be their uh, main uh, device to approach the AR mixed reality part. And uh, if they are that confident with their headsets, it should be their uh, best device to do it and to be the competitive uh, counterpart of the Apple Vision Pro. However, they just announced that they are uh, about to release like 1,000 uh, AR devices for next year, uh, especially like military grade. Uh, and they would like us, uh, they, they would like to, to showcase those 1,000 AR uh, glasses uh, to the world, to developers, to, to showcase what they are doing in AR. So what are they really doing? Uh, <laughs> because uh, as with the Quest 3, they are just announcing that they are they have in hand the uh, competitor to the Apple Vision Pro doing video see-through uh, AR. And on the other part, they are working on some AR glasses, maybe uh, see-through ones. And um, like if they're if they reach their goal of doing mix, uh, efficient mixed reality with the Quest 3, why are they doing an AR glasses one with maybe some other technologies? They also announced that they changed their um, technical roadmap by decreasing the number of features of their, of their AR glasses because it would be too expensive and they want to be still uh, competitive against Apple Vision Pro. So I really don't understand right now their um, strategy towards uh, the adoption of mixed reality. Uh, and as you mentioned earlier, uh, Fabien, uh, is this a, just a, a bet on the Quest 3 and they just added some mixed reality feature to, to, to be like sticking the trend of the Apple Vision Pro and uh, maybe in, in the first place it was not meant to do those kind of interaction and they just did this uh to to put their flag on the mixed reality one and just saying that it's a 500 dollars uh headset that is doing basically the same as the, the apple one just to to grab some market uh, users I, I i really i'm really curious to know what you're thinking about this kind of weird strategy Not much re um, reaction. <laughs> yeah, I um, maybe let me uh, let me clarify a bit by what I meant by betting. Um, I didn't meant that it's their like last move uh, or like uh, putting all the cards on the table. Uh, what I meant is, I think they really believe in the Quest Three and its success and its. Uh, its uh, capabilities for mixed reality. So, um, um, yeah, that, that was my 
um, meaning of the, the word betting. And about the AR glasses, I think, um, I don't know, to me, these are two really different usage and two different technologies. So like, um, I will not, I will not walk uh, every day and go outside with my Quest 3, but maybe I will go outside with my AR glasses. Um, so I'm, I'm a, maybe I think I'm a bit less confused than uh, confused. Yeah. I, I don't see really the, the, the clash between the two. Um, of course, uh, ideally in the end, in like 10, 20 years, we'll have a marriage between these two technologies, but uh, for don't now, you think they are yeah. missing people uh, around with this, you know, like normal people. Uh, they are selling it as the mixed reality slash AR device, and then they are saying, "Oh, uh, they are they are be, will be releasing another device." Saying, "Oh, no, 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 it's not AR; it's mixed reality." But this one is doing AR, and uh, at some point they are just, I guess, uh, breaking their own their own strategy slash market because they are dividing people, and um, as we know. Uh, the, the mainstream user really understood what AR is with the Apple Vision Pro uh, demonstration. And now you are sending different messages. And I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't think this is a, a good, good strategy to, to uh, different devices and just releasing them as they are not completely available. And, uh, uh, you know, I guess in the, some people's mind, the Quest 3 could be the same as the Apple Vision Pro. And uh, yeah, I I don't get the, the, the thing here. Uh, for me here, it's it's what they have done for for all the previews that said they made every time uh, update on the SDK and make it even better. So I've seen this kind of video working with the quest pro so i think it's already usable with the quest pro um, and so letting the the developer know that they can use the quest pro to develop this kind of interaction already and that will be uh, available on the quest 3 uh, i think it's what they meant with that now if they announce another i set i'm i'm I did not see the news. I would like to, to see that if you can share it, that could be great. And uh, like Fabien said, I think that two different uh, way to go here as this use case that is very great. And, and but if, uh, like Fabien said, you want to use your augmented reality glasses, you want to see through and have the other users see, see see your face and uh, not like the the vision pro did it with the screen and that really uh, what you are doing what you are thinking how you react to their to their speech or what they are saying so yeah and and also you yeah. you don't want to look like an asshole with, uh, with something on your face a huge uh, uh, ski mask on your face uh, yeah but um so I, I agree. Uh, actually, I uh, what I what you just explained 
uh, Guillaume is I I completely understand the on our side we understand the difference between the IR glasses and uh, mm. the Quest Three, but the public, um, uh, yeah, many 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 users as you say discovered uh, VR and AR with the uh, release of the Apple Vision Pro, um, so. I, I I understand what you mean is like Meta is uh, send, sending maybe two different messages that might confuse the general audience, and, and that I understand. Yeah, maybe three with their uh, new prototypes, very focal motors mm. in a very short period of time. It's good we we are talking about Meta, but yeah, they are going everywhere, sending like different, like as you said, different messages or different uh, devices all around. Uh, I don't think that they did this in the past. I, I knew that they are already always working on different uh, uh, iteration of their prototypes uh, back when they, they were Oculus. But at this point, they are like shooting everywhere <laughs> at the same time. And uh, we, we saw that with the Quest Pro, uh, with the Quest Pro uh, they released it quite Quickly and uh, like it's a, it's basically a, a commercial fail at this point because they they are not producing it uh, anymore. They just uh, cut the price in half. Um, so I, I yeah once again I don't really know uh, if this is uh, some kind of urgency on their part and they are trying to occupy the space uh, as much as they can with lots of. Uh, um, information or news about what they are doing and what they will be releasing. But uh, at some point, they are just flooding uh, people's mind and people's understanding of what is going on. Uh, it's not a clear message as Apple could have, uh, which is we have one device. It's not ready yet, but you'll get it. And it's awesome. And uh, Meta is like, we are doing a lot of stuff. Uh, they are all doing something. And we are hoping that we you'll buy them all maybe at some point. But yeah, it's really uh, uh, it's really interesting to see the different uh, marketing approach is a very calm, very or uh, focused one with the Apple and just like a frenzy of ideas and different devices uh, on the meta part. And it's the same about the the. the um, the content as well we see that they are doing some roblox on some parts they are trying to save the horizon on the other one they are working yeah. with studios and so on you, you see it's it's buzzing all around uh, on the meta part and uh, so i don't know if this uh, i i understood what you you meant uh, fabian with the bet one which is which was not meant to be like it's a uh, live or die uh, uh, headsets uh, release but at some point, the, the question will be asked, I guess, uh, because they are still losing money. They are, uh, it, it's it's uh, like 3.2 3 billion, I guess, uh, last quarter for just for the innovation team. Um, so I guess at some point, they will have to pull the plug or not. And uh, we can maybe it's the last effort at some point to see uh, do we have some traction of what we are 
we will be releasing on VR glasses to see what uh, people yeah. are thinking about and to know if they can still invest or not. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The huge bet for me is to bet as uh, the VR headset, like they do it, will be like a mobile phone, like an iPhone or a, a PlayStation where you will always buy the latest mm -hmm. because it, the quality will be better and the performance will be better. Here, I feel like most of the people that bought the Quest 2 uh, are happy with, with what it does and yeah. already not using it every day. So they don't care about getting a new one. So yeah, I'm a bit worried about the strategy and not making the effort to make only one really huge step between the, the different headsets to have really a, <clears throat> a, a market where the people realize that they have a really old fashioned uh, VR headset and now there is a new one that is really uh, really different from the previous one they had. So yeah, that's a huge bet. I hope they will not. And just one thing that I, I, I saw is, can, can you see the distortion right here? When he's moving his hand, his hand in the real world. Mm. So I don't know uh, if, you, if you saw this kind of distortion when you were using the Lynx uh, R1. No, no, and for me, this one, this this is a record with an Oculus uh, Quest Pro. Okay. Um, so that's that's why you see this kind of distortion. So okay. I, I hope the Quest 3 with two camera, two color camera, will not get this kind of distortion. But the Lixter one doesn't have this kind of distortion. Okay. Nice to. Well, once again, they are showcasing something that should be on the Quest Pro, and they are showcasing it with the Quest, uh, the Quest 3, sorry. And mm. they are showcasing with the Quest Pro, and I I'm guess I'm not the only one to see it who, who have seen this kind of distortion that are not very, you know. <laughs> Usually when you are doing a technical demonstration, you are just showing it better than it should be, than it is really mm. in the headset. And then here it should be the, the contrary. It, it is the contrary, well, sorry. That did not announce yet or showcase anything on the Quest 3, so we don't mm -hmm. have a, a vision of what the quality is. So, like uh, Fabian said, I think they are betting everything on this headset. They are waiting to get the final product and make some video, nice video about it, and and show everything when they announce it. But uh, right now, they are still say, staying on on what they have. Available and, and also showcasing, like I said, to developer what they can already do with the Quest Pro. Mm -hmm. But still, yeah, we 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 don't have much information about the Quest Three, uh, despite one presentation with Mark Zuckerberg, and uh, mm. uh, so it's very weird that they are announcing a lot of stuff uh, and not what is supposed to be released by the end of the year, which is like in two months or three months. Uh, so is it really? Really yeah. ready, yeah. <laughs> or are they still working on this? <laughs> so expect some delay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's uh, very odd. Okay. So do you have mm -hmm. anything more? Yeah. Yeah. Just one quick thing. I um, uh, just to put numbers in perspective. Mm -hmm. So Meta seems to have lost uh, one twenty. Uh, bi 20 billion 
since uh, three years. Uh, but if you look at the large language model industry, they lost 25 billions during the last three years. Um, and the self-driving industry, it's uh, 100 billions um, invested over the last uh, uh, years. So it's, I, I find it interesting to put the numbers in perspective between the industries yeah. and the, the innovation and how, how so much money is uh, just wasted. <laughs> I don't know, wasted or uh, hopefully invested, not wasted. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you for for those information. Yeah, so they are not losing that much that much money, right? <laughs> well, uh, to to uh, nuance that a bit, it's only Meta, so yeah. we we don't. It's, it doesn't include uh, you know Lenovo uh, and and the other. So maybe it's a bit more than twenty. <laughs> So thank you guys for for this episode today. We'll see you next week, hopefully, and uh, see you guys.